Are you team New Year's resolution or are you anti New Year's resolution? I'm asking you because I'm seeing a lot of hype around not setting resolutions. And I wanted us to talk about this today. It feels like the right way to begin the year. Welcome to the Dive Into Your Career podcast. This is Dive Into Your Career, the podcast designed to help students like you take impactful steps towards your career goals. I'm Gina Visram, a qualified careers coach and consultant who is so proud to be your careers cheerleader. You are in the right place if you are a determined student or the proud supporter of one. Here, you will embrace career development in a unique spirit of fun, not fear. Let's dive in. Hey lovely, this is Gina Vistram. You are listening to the Dive Into Your Career podcast and if you are listening in more or less real time, you were listening at the beginning of 2023. If you were not listening at this time, you are very, very welcome whenever it is you are listening because actually some of the energy about what we're going to be talking about today is the importance of setting goals and looking at goals and reassessing what it is that you're up to and how you're doing it throughout the year. So it is more than valid even if you're listening to this in June. Absolutely no problem at all. So today's quick episode is going to be around New Year's resolutions and whether this is something that you do. Now, if you have been a listener of this podcast for a while, you will know that I am a big believer in goal setting. And what I think about New Year's resolutions is that in theory, that is no different. However, the reason why I think there has been some anti-New Year's resolution sentiment recently is because there can be a toxicity around New Year's resolutions. So let's talk about that for a moment. The reason why I say that there can be a kind of toxic element to this is I bet if you were to go into a news agent or anywhere that sells magazines, and if you were to go in early in any new year, you would see a countless amount of New Year, New Me headlines. And I think it is this that can be problematic. Why? Well, because it suggests that the old you isn't something that you should want to hang on to. And what I want to reiterate here is that there is so much of what you are already doing that is great. There is so much about you already to be proud of. And I am going to share the sentiment that one of my mentors, Denise Duffield-Thomas, often shares, which is a concept that you are enough. And this is something that I've heard from a variety of quarters. This is something that I share with you as well. But recognizing that you are enough, and this is important, by the way, so please don't skip over this sentiment. It is important to recognize that you are enough, that you are an important human being, that as you are, you are significant, and you are incredibly important. Recognizing that you are enough, though, 
doesn't mean that you don't also recognize that there are things that you are looking to achieve. There are certain ways that you want to feel. There might be things that you want to have. And so being grateful for what you have and recognizing that you are enough isn't mutually exclusive when it comes to also recognizing that there are things that you want to move towards. There are things that you might be able to do better. And that's where I do remain on the New Year's resolution bandwagon. However, you don't need to call it that, right? So you can refer to your resolutions as resolutions. You can refer to them as goals. You can refer to them as intentions. You can refer to them as promises. I think promises can be quite powerful because I know that the idea of keeping a promise is ultimately an important thing. And of course, they can relate to your career, which is what we talk about here. But of course, your career isn't in isolation and your lifestyle also relates to your career. So if you also want to spend time doing a hobby that's important or interesting to you or spend time with people that you love or if you want to eat more healthily, if you want to do more exercise. You know, there's a reason why all of these things come up time and time again, and it's because it is these things that can positively contribute to the quality of our life, right? So I am here today to encourage you to take the approach that works for you. That is really the main message that I wanted to share today. Take the approach that works for you. If you want to call them New Year's resolutions, do that. Don't be shamed out of it because there's a movement leaning in a different direction. Or if that feels too pressured for you, or if you have a narrative and experience of New Year's resolutions never working out, then take a different approach. But here is what I would say. Don't just bob along right? Don't just kind of be set adrift and not have any idea about what it is that you want. It's not necessarily a case of, you know, thinking about career. It's not necessarily a case of thinking, oh, well, I know that I want to be a journalist, or I know that I want to go into scientific research, or I know that I want to work in marketing, or, or whatever it is. It, you don't have to know that exactly, although if you do, then of course you can work towards that in a purposeful way. Maybe you might know how you want to feel. Maybe you might know the sort of hours that you might want to work, or ultimately what you want to be doing. Maybe you might know the sort of impact that you that you want to have. Maybe you might know of something that has inspired you recently and you would like to be a similar inspiration or go in that direction. So it doesn't really matter, I guess, how you approach it, but it is important to have an approach while then also being open to see what opportunities are going to come up and who you might have conversations with and you know, the funny thing about, hmm, I'm trying to think of the right way to put this, because I don't know if what I'm sharing sounds contradictory. I, I promise you it isn't. You absolutely can be moving towards something and also be open 
to other opportunities. I mean, I saw an interesting LinkedIn post a couple of days ago about somebody who was talking about their first new year in the new country that they had moved to. I think they've moved to New York, actually. So I think they moved from the UK to the US and going into 2022, like they had no idea that was going to be a thing. They didn't think that that was going to be something that they would be doing. But, you know, less than a year in, that is what they have done. And they're in a new place. And, you know, their reflections really did relate to being open to opportunities. And you can certainly do that too. But here's the thing. You probably won't notice an exciting opportunity, like a great next step for you, if you haven't necessarily thought about some of the things that you would like to be, do, have. So it really is about your vision entwining with some planning. And we're going to be talking about that. I want to do an episode about vision boards this year. So look out for that. And it's also in relation to your openness. And feel free to have a look at different approaches. I mean, one of the things that I'm about to listen to is an audiobook about the 12 week year. And I think it is the second edition, if I'm correct. And it is a book by Brian P. Moran and Michael Lennington. And it's around the idea of taking things in 12-week chunks, as opposed to looking at things in a whole year perspective. So I've not gotten into this yet. I'm only just started listening to it. And it's because as much as I love goal setting and planning and execution, I also know that there are different ways that I could do things and I'm always up for trying things that I think might make me even better. But one of the things that I will share is at the moment, I am recording this episode from a ridiculously messy room, which is crazy. Like, I'm not used to this room looking like this. But here's why. Years ago, when we moved into this house, so I moved into the house where I live about six years ago. And when I moved in here, my daughter was eight months old. So when we moved from our previous property where we had lived for eight and a half years, we didn't do a ton of sorting things out. We didn't do a load of culling and getting rid of things. We did some, but actually really some boxes from the loft moved as they were. And we didn't do a whole bunch of sorting out. When you've got a little, little one, (laughs) sometimes that can feel like a tricky thing to do. So one of the things that my husband and I have been saying probably for about five years now is we really must sort out the loft. We really must sort out the loft. Like there's so many boxes and bags and, you know, if we haven't used them for years, we probably don't need the things and all of that kind of stuff. And this might not be something specific that's relevant to you, but I think you can understand the point that I'm making. Sometimes there are things that are in your head for a long time that you want to do. Towards the end of 2022, in December, actually, I said to him, we're going to hire a skip. Like, seriously, no joke. We aren't doing house renovations. We're not doing anything like that. But at the end of December, in that period between Christmas and New Year's, we are here this year and we are going to hire a skip. You know what hiring that skip has done? It has made us sort out the loft. (laughs) Something that we have been talking about at the beginning of the new year and sometimes throughout the year for about five years now. 
And so the situation, as I look over into this room, which still has some stuff that needs sorting out, and I will be doing more of that later this evening, I can see a skip outside. It is pretty huge and it is pretty full. And what we have done when, we, when it comes to the loft is we have gone through probably by tonight, and it's being collected tomorrow, about 85% of what we had up there. We have taken some massive bags of some really good quality clothing to our local charity shops and loads of my clothing because I have been varying sizes and stuff through the years. So I've got some gorgeous stuff in sizes that I no longer am. And it's genuinely brought us so much joy. <laughs> One, because we know that some good quality things are going to places where people might be able to, you know, buy them or acquire them and it's things that they need. Two, because it feels a lot clearer up there and there's still going to be a 15%, uh, which I think is mostly paperwork at this point. Uh, we'll soon see as we explore and we'll need to do that over the course of the year and that will be more manageable and that's fine. But you see the big thing that we set out to do? We did something deliberate, something that cost us money, and something where we allocated the time, where we said, we have these four or five days between Boxing Day and when we're properly heading back to work, and we're going to focus on this thing. And we didn't allow ourselves to focus on our businesses in that time necessarily. We didn't allow ourselves to focus on, say, my employed work. Like, I literally switched off, and I switched on to this particular intention. And it feels really good. So I don't know if there is an equivalent of that for you. I don't know if there is a deadline that you need to set, or a thing that you need to do, or something that kind of forces your hand. But that's one of the things that you can do if you want to move forward with something, right? So there are loads of things, there are loads of options, and we're gonna keep talking about this because I think this is always relevant for life. But for now, the question is, are you pro or anti New Year's resolutions and making New Year's resolutions? And while you think about that, really my encouragement for you is that you, Whatever it is, however you describe it, is that you set some intentions. And whether that relates to securing internships, whether that relates to uh, applying for graduate jobs, whether that relates to changing jobs, whether that relates to doing some further study, whatever it is that's important, whether it, that is something which is a smaller thing along the way, like going along to your university career center, or going to your school careers counselor. These are all things that you can be doing and you are absolutely capable. So you are enough, you are awesome. And if there are further things that you want to do or achieve this year in relation to getting good grades from your exams, whether it is in relation to moving your career development along, do be intentional about it that's where you're going to start to see action. And then also be open. You will notice things within conversations that you wouldn't have noticed otherwise. 
Let me know what you think of this episode. Feel free to comment below wherever you see it. If you haven't left a review for us on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen, please do that because what happens when you leave a review is that other people who might benefit from advice in relation to their early career journey, they will get to find this podcast or it will be easier at least. So please do take five or 10 minutes to leave three lines about this podcast if you like it. Take care of yourself, my lovely. Have a great start to the new year if you're listening to this in real time. And I would love to know what it is that you're up to. So be in touch via the socials at Mainly Your Career and Future. Be in touch on LinkedIn via Gina Visram. And know that I am forever in your corner, uh, really cheering you on and looking forward to catching up soon. Bye. Thank you for listening today. To keep up to date with Dive Into Your Career, leave your details on bit.ly forward slash dive into the list. See you soon.